Welcome to the Wellness Wave Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Locke, and my goal is to help you help yourself unlock your full potential for receiving abundance and success. Every Monday, jumpstart your week by empowering yourself with knowledge and advice about wellness and personal growth, biohacking and habit stacking, manifestation and nervous system regulation, and so much more. And remember that slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. Wellness is a lifestyle and a movement to create a world full of people who feel safe, strong, and loved. And practicing good wellness habits can have a ripple effect on those you surround yourself with. So with that, let's create waves. Hello, my lovies. Welcome back to another episode of The Wellness Wave. So excited to be here as always. I'm once again recording this in the evening, not quite as late as the last episode, but once again, I have my amazing turmeric maca golden milk. Oh my goodness. Golden milk from Anima Mundi. It is just really getting me excited for fall, you guys. The warm flavors and spices. I believe this has some chai in it. It's just really mm, cozy and scrumptious. A little housekeeping first. I'm just going to warn you guys, I most likely will not be releasing an episode next week because I will be in Europe. I'm going to France. I'm very, very excited. I have never been before. I think it's going to be an absolutely breathtaking experience. I wanted to record a podcast ahead of time to have enough content to release while I was gone, but it just didn't happen because I was working really hard to get ahead for other work-related things. So unfortunately, the podcast had to be on the back burner a bit, but I will be back. Fear not. I am also so hyped up because I just got a vlogging camera. I got the very classic Canon G7X Mark II. It's exceeding all expectations so far. I knew I was going to love it because my little sister has one and I know a lot of vloggers who use it and love it, but I I'm just realizing even more how much easier it is going to be for me to capture content the way I want, to create vlogs, to take my camera with me everywhere I go. I've had a DSLR and I still have it, but if you're familiar with the content creation world and use a camera, you know that carrying a chunky DSLR everywhere you go is not always ideal. It takes up a lot of space and sometimes it's just not worth the hassle but I feel like this camera is going to be a huge game changer. So be on the lookout. Stay tuned for vlog content. I'm finally going to get all that up and running, and y'all know I'm going to be capturing a lot of goodies in France. Last night, I had the beautiful privilege to speak on a panel with a group of wonderful women. It was on the Um, Common Ground Dialogue podcast hosted by Jennifer Marie and Julie Bloom. There were, were several mental health professionals on the panel as well as just other intuitives and people who are really passionate about this stuff. So it was so wonderful getting the opportunity to speak with some women about some really serious issues that our world is facing. Um, It's Suicide Awareness Month, if you didn't know, and some of the women on the panel, I'm going to to link all of their um, social handles in the description, so go check them out. They are super powerful, knowledgeable women, Um, but some of the, a couple of the women work a lot in like trauma and 
really, really serious crisis moments with families, you know, underprivileged families, people just really going through going through it, going through tough shit. And one of the things that just kept popping up over and over again was just how a lot of people when they are in that low of a space, and I've felt that before, I can't say that I've experienced what some of these people have gone through, but you know, everything is relative. We all have our own trauma and it's not a competition for like who has the worst trauma, you know what I mean? But one of the themes that kept popping up was just this, this sense of powerlessness. Is that a word? Powerlessness, but just feeling powerless and not knowing how to define their, their feelings and the sensations happening in their body, not being able to acknowledge why it is that they're feeling the way they're feeling and that it leaves them just feeling like there's no hope and there's no way to move forward. One of the things we talked about that I reflect on a lot in my own life is the difference between feelings and emotions and how feelings are the sensations and that we get from whatever sensory input is in our body, whereas emotions are what we what we define those feelings as but what's difficult with that is every single person experiences emotions in a different way so I think it can be a lot more impactful to instead of saying that we're sad or we're angry or we are you know whatever instead of defining the emotion that we define the sensations that we're feeling in our bodies and understand those on a deeper level so that we can recognize our triggers. And that kind of sort of brings me to the topic of today's podcast episode. I want to talk about the power of words, how they impact our lives, and not just on a superficial level, but on a bioenergetic cellular level. One of the biggest mistakes that we can make is thinking the words that we use on a day-to-day basis have no meaning on our lives or the lives of others. Words are vibrational. They have emotional potency. They can either build us up or they can tear us down. Think of powerful words that have literally changed the course of the world. You could think of four score and seven years ago, I have a dream, hey Jude, it is finished. I mean, so many song lyrics, so many Bible verses, so many speeches. It goes, I mean, the list goes on and on. They shape our world and shape our beliefs. They drive our behavior. And once again, they create this world that we live in. Think of the word spell or spelling when we're writing out words or sounding out words. Words are literally spell magic. They give us the ability to change our lives for better or for worse. And how many of us just go mindlessly throughout our days without consciously thinking about the words that we're using, both when we talk to ourselves in our minds, when we talk about ourselves to other people, how we talk about other people, how we talk to other people, all of these things, we do it, you know, unconsciously a good percentage of the time. And that's because the words that we use become habit. Some of you may be familiar with the work of Dr. Masaru Emoto. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but he was a pioneer in the study of water. And he also showed through experiments that water is shaped not only by the environment, but also through human intention and thought and emotion. 
I know that sounds a little crazy, far-fetched to some of you, but hopefully to most of you, it makes a whole lot of sense. He demonstrated how when water is exposed to loving, benevolent, and compassionate intention, it resulted in aesthetically pleasing physical molecular formations of the water when it was frozen, whereas when it was exposed to more fearful intentions and more hate, it ended up causing like very disfigured and you know, quote unquote unpleasant formations of the water. So the positive intentions created more of the beautiful like geometric kind of like icicle patterns, but that was not the case with the negative intention. In fact, he even did this with polluted water and showed that prayer and intention can alter and restore water to these beautiful geometric crystal shapes found in clean and healthy water. I mean, water's just generally pretty crazy. There's also been research that shows water has memory, but that'll have to be on another episode because I can't get too deep in that right now. But when you understand that and then you think about the fact that we're made mostly of water, really makes you want to rethink how you talk to yourself. Sound travels faster in water than in air. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, water is highly conductive. So if you are looking for some sort of higher guidance, highly recommend getting in water, but also you are already just made of water. So you don't really need that. What that means though, is every time you say a word out loud, that sound is traveling through your whole body, through all of your cells, literally causing your cells to resonate with whatever words that you're saying. So that's what our cells and our nervous system will remember and will develop habits because the brain and the nervous system are constantly looking for habits to better understand the world around us. And it's kind of law of, law of attraction vibes where whatever we're absorbing and that can that can refer to absorbing the words that we say out loud because once we say it out loud, it's in the universe, you know? So words we say, words that we consume, etc. Point being, we're putting it out there and so that's what we're going to get back. Our thoughts and our feelings create our realities. So what we focus on is what we are going to manifest in our lives. If you want to manifest your wildest dreams and bring your goals and and intentions into reality, that first starts with your mindset, which trickles into the words that you use. So we really need to go back to mindset first, but it's kind of a two-way street where we can use words to shift our mindsets. There are, of course, many ways that we can achieve this. I'm just going to talk about a few things that have helped me. The first one is just to become aware of the words you're currently using. You don't necessarily have to beat yourself up about saying negative things. Just simply observe. Notice how often you're saying something. And when you say something that you find is negative and harsh and you realize like, I wouldn't talk to my best friend this way, so why am I talking to myself that way? And then you can literally say out loud that you take back whatever it was that you just said or that you apologize to yourself for saying harmful things. And even that alone will make a huge difference and help you to start to rewire your brain and your mindset to speak with more uplifting and high vibrational messages. Once we have cultivated more awareness around the words that we're using, how we are speaking to ourselves and to others, 
It is time that we start using affirmative language to speak our power into existence. As a woman from the South or as a woman in general, you've likely been taught throughout your life that modesty is considered more polite and humble and using definitive language like I am, like I am successful saying something like that would would make you appear cocky or bossy or you know, some negative, like negative connotation kind of word. So instead you end up using non-affirming statements such as I should, or I would like, or I want, I hope, I'm trying, I will try. And these phrases lack confidence and power. They don't hold a lot of weight or accountability. So it's this sneaky way that our subconscious kind of lets us off the hook and sets us up for failure. If you're saying something such as I'm trying, you are implying within your mind that there is a possibility for you to not succeed. Another example is if you are saying that you want something or you would like something, you're saying staying stuck in a desperation desire energy so even when you do obtain the things that you want unless you do the work to change that mindset and change that mentality you're still just going to stay wanting more and more and more so instead we need to start sentences with i am i love i do i have affirm affirmations being direct with what you want from the universe you don't need to ask permission. You simply need to become whatever it is you desire by saying that you already are that thing that you desire. You also need to be mindful about the subject of whatever you're talking about. So if you would like to have a lot of money and you don't want debt, there's a difference between saying I will attract abundance financial abundance. I will attract financial abundance. That is an entirely different statement than saying I don't want to be in debt or I want to get out of debt. They're completely different, you see. Also saying I will or I am creating financial abundance instead of I want something. This can also be applied to our health. You know, a lot of people when they are trying to either lose weight or get their blood sugar under control, they see everything around them as a limitation instead of being open to all of the incredible things that they that now are going to be a priority in their lives. So saying, I am so excited to try a bunch of new recipes that are healthy and going to nourish my body versus I have to avoid sweets and bread and soda. You see the difference? There's a completely different connotation there that's very positive and uplifting and excited about life versus very draining and restrictive. So pay attention to how the subjects that you're talking about are making you feel because that first statement that I said is, again, very uplifting and is likely going to make you feel good and open, whereas that second statement is going to cause a sense of dread, a sense of tightness, a sense of anxiety, um, what if I can't do it, those kinds of thoughts which again is setting you up for failure because with this mindset, you're going to be approaching the world from this place of feeling like your autonomy and your freedom is being taken away from you and that you don't have the right to make your own decisions without, you know, get it feeling stuck and trapped and sick and unwell. So let's look at a couple of particular words that we can pay attention to using in our everyday language. The first set of words that we need to swap out 
are should, must, need, and have to. We need to swap those words and use I would love to instead. These words are very constrictive and minimize our power because they imply that we are at the mercy of responsibilities and obligations versus in charge of the decisions that we make in our daily lives. So instead of saying, I should eat healthy, say, I love eating healthy, or I should drink more water, I would love to drink more water. This is more of an expansive approach to life, embracing a goal with a positive mindset instead of from this place of lack and limitation. Using the word should also implies that you are living your life depending on what other people are expecting you and not from a place of what you truly desire in your life, what you would love to to do in your daily routines, what you would love to do as your career. When you reframe the way you talk about things that you have to do or like switch should to another statement, such as I would love to or I love, you are no longer thinking and acting in a way that implies your circumstances have power over you. Because the reality is you have power over your circumstances, whether you are open to seeing it or not. Back to what I spoke about at the beginning of this episode, just people feeling this lack of power. The first place to start is with the words that you use. And by telling yourself, I absolutely can do these things and I am am 100% capable. That in itself, just using that kind of language already takes you from this place of you know, powerlessness to a place of empowerment and expansion. Another set of words that we can swap out is saying that things are really expensive or that things are costly and seeing the world around us as something that is unattainable because we don't have the financial resources in at this particular moment in time. So instead of saying that something is expensive or costly, View it as an investment. So instead of saying like, this is a cost, this is an investment, like your health, for example, eating clean organic food. Yes, it's going to be a little bit more expensive, but it is an investment for your long-term health. And that is more important than anything because that is your longevity, your vitality. That is how you're going to feel internally during the time that you have here and will impact the kind of effect that you can have on the world and those around you will impact whether or not you are able to to achieve your goals because you have more energy and more upliftedness and more freedom. So referring to our purchases as investments rather than cost can help us step out of that scarcity mindset where we are focusing on what we're purchasing from a place of deficit and sacrifice. Um, and we can we can shift that to a way of thinking of everything flows towards me and what I put out there is just going to come back into me. I mean, just think of the like economy and just the cycles of money. Money does not stay stuck in a place. So if you put it out there, the more likely it is that you're going to get it back. So instead of thinking that you are spending money on something, consider yourself investing in something that is going to benefit you long-term or even short-term just in some area of your life that is going to uplift you. 
This next word is one that I personally am working on every single day. I will say I've gotten a lot better about it over these past few months because I have been actively working on removing it from my vocabulary. And that word is trying or to try, trying to do something. Instead of saying that, start saying, I am working towards this. Or again, I would love to. Because saying that you are trying to do something tells the universe that you have room for failure, that you there's a chance that you will not be successful. And we're not about that here. And it's not not a, from a desperation place, but it's from a security that whatever is meant to happen will happen and that you are putting in the effort. And so the effort will be returned to you, especially if you are putting it in from a high vibrational place of love and compassion, empathy, and general well goodwill towards the world and the people around you. We also need to acknowledge the small damaging phrases and words that we use that are hurting us more than we might realize. Saying things like, I'm too busy for that, or I don't have time, or, or like idolizing being super tired because you were working all night and not taking care of yourself. It's just little things like that, that the more you say them, the more you're subconsciously going to believe them. So like if you're consistently saying, I'm not good enough, it doesn't matter that you actually have endless potential because your subconscious is going to believe and act as if that is true. Because like I was saying earlier, your cells literally remember the words that you use. And then therefore you're going to end up attracting experiences and more and also noticing data that confirms those beliefs instead of noticing all of the beauty and all the things to be grateful for and all the things to love about life. It doesn't matter what the truth is, the objective truth, because it only really matters what we believe and our perception in our internal world. And this one was is really interesting as well. I'd actually never thought about this before, but while doing some reading for this episode, I came across this um, person. Let me see what they're... Marie Morrissey? Mary Morrissey? Um, they have an article and they, and they talk about not using the word excited because when you say that you're excited about something, it implies that success is not normal for you and that it's a rarity and not something that you would normally expect. When you feel a calm sense of confidence that you are going to attract all that you desire into your life, approaching it from this place of calm is actually much stronger and much more stable in the long term. So I just thought that was really interesting. I hadn't thought about that one too much before. And I definitely say that I'm excited about things a lot. I feel like I've definitely said it on this podcast episode. So we're going to make that shift. Always growing, always learning. On another note, I want to leave you with this one final thought that we talked a lot about in last night's little panel on Common Ground Dialogue. Once again, I will leave the links to everybody's pages down below in the description. But that is that you do not have to constantly be healing. You were brought to this earth just to exist and live and experience. So I know that I talk a lot about healing and growing on this podcast, but I just want you to remember that you 
truly are perfect just as you are in this moment that you don't need to fix anything or do anything dramatic to make a big shift in your life. This podcast, the philosophy behind it is really just about making these small, super subtle changes into our daily lives that are going to help us just feel more fulfilled overall, practicing gratitude, acknowledging that the moment we are in is enough, that we are good enough in this moment, all of those good things. So with that, I'm going to bring this episode to a close. I know this is a little bit of a shorter one, but I have some last minute packing to do for my trip. So I got to I got to bounce, but thank you so much for listening. If you are here still vibing with me, and I will vibe again with you in a couple weeks when I am back from France. So, mwah, mwah, mwah. bye. Thank you so much for joining me this week in the safe space of the Wellness Wave podcast. If you would like to support me and my show, I would be so grateful if you left a Spotify or iTunes review, followed me on my social channels at Slock Sounds or at the Wellness Wave Pod, or shared with a friend or family member who you know would infinitely benefit from listening. Until next Monday, have a beautiful week with the intention of creating waves.